Welcome to Episode 5 of the Thrive Through Crisis podcast with your host, Christine Belknap. We are now deeper into the crisis with some hope given to us through solutions at the federal, state, and local government levels. I know that companies are doing what they can when they can fiscally do it for their employees. This is why I'm bringing this topic today of investments in money, but I'll get to that topic in a minute. What I want to do first is revisit a little bit of the stages of change and make sure we're all getting through them. I don't know about you, but I find myself in a circular pattern of going through the grieving or the change process, and then something new or different is introduced. I'm a very empathetic person, so I'm also continuously trying to process emotions for the grief and change others are going through as well. We live in a world where information travels so quickly, and with that, we've had to learn how to adapt very quickly to all the information and changes coming in. Some people are doing well with this, and others find it very, very difficult to adapt. I would encourage you to continue to sift through the information very carefully with a minimalist attitude towards the amount of information you consume. If you did not listen to my first podcast, like I say every single time, go back and listen. I've heard a lot of positive feedback that it really helped. I want to provide some more encouragement, and some of it may sound repetitive, but certainly it doesn't uh, hurt at all to repeat positive messages. So remember, one of the first things is we cannot control everything. We cannot control our politicians and their decisions. We cannot control every single circumstance, but we can control how we respond. You might find this helpful, this formula that I often go back to and, and revisit from time to time. The formula is E plus R equals O. The event is E. That's what the E stands for is event. And that's that in this situation, the COVID-19 pandemic happened and other subsequent events happened as a result of that initial event. The R in the formula E plus R equals O, the R is reaction. We will all respond in one way or another. What some people don't know or are not aware of is that we can actually choose our response, and that will equal the outcome, the O in the formula. E plus R equals O. The choices we make in our response will actually determine who and what we are on the other side of this. So remember, we can navigate through this with what we can control. We can each build resilience, build ourselves professionally and personally, and advance ourselves in ways you might not even think are possible today. So my advice here is definitely not to avoid your feelings or push through the feelings to get the outcome you want to have. To have the best mental outcome, you need to stay in touch with your feelings and know that it's okay to feel what you're feeling as well. Uncertainty during change is scary. If we had all the answers, it would make it so much easier. We can all feel overwhelmed with all the changes, the pivots, the canceling, the juggling, the homeschooling, the new chaos. It's okay to feel in in feel what you need to feel with no judgment. We don't need to drown in these emotions, though. We are strong people. Connect to that inner strength. Connect to your purpose. Connect to your values. And find a way to look towards the future. 
My hope is that we can all stay positive at the same time, be realistic, and at least try to move forward. Be productive in the worry in the emotions that you're having. Productive worry is key here. I want all of us to be on better on the other side of this, what everyone is now calling the new normal. This series of podcasts is meant to help us all during this time and to get through this in a way that makes us victors, not victims, and to help us say, I'm glad I did XYZ during this time rather than, oh, I wish I would have done XYZ during this time. We'll talk more on that tomorrow in thinking about your values and your purpose and your vision. We'll, we'll create all kinds of stuff with the next podcast I say tomorrow, but it'll be in a couple days from now. I've used the acronym THRIVE, not just as a word, but as a way to give tips and ideas to help us all. Trust ourselves and others, be healthy and well, build relationships, understand and do what we can for investments and money, understand your values and purpose, and do what you can for your environment. That's what THRIVE stands for. And the last one, environment, that's going to talk about your home environment, your business environment, the the new normal environment that we're all going to go back into. It's a pretty wide spanning episode that I'll give you plenty of tips that I've been gathering from um, external research that I'm doing. But this episode is focused on investments. A quick story before we start this. I heard someone talk about this the other day, and it resonated, and I thought it was perfect for this episode. And it, it was someone who was talking about they hired someone who could sleep well during storms. So here's the story. A farmer had an opening for a farmhand who would actually live on their property. The farmer interviewed several people, and the person he hired ended up being someone who had very little experience wasn't asking for a lot in terms of money, but at the same time had references that were rock solid. One thing the farmhand said during the interview was that he sleeps really well during storms. The farmer thought that was kind of weird, but didn't think much about it until one night when it was storming, and he had, he had hired the farmhand. Um, it was storming really bad. The wind was blowing. It was hailing, and the house and the windows were shaking. He went to the farmhand's room, trying to wake him up to have him go outside and make sure everything was tied down so it wouldn't blow away. Well, the farmer could not understand how deeply the farmhand was sleeping and how hard it was to get him to wake up until he finally woke up, and the farmhand told him to just go look outside. To the farmer's disbelief, the farmhand had tied everything down, including every last bale of hay. No wonder he could sleep so well. The farmhand was prepared. He was proactive, and he didn't just sit back and watch when he knew it was going to be bad. While it was nearly impossible to predict the economic uncertainty and damage to our economy and maybe our own personal finances, my hope for everyone listening is that you are proactive and somewhat prepared financially. Realistically, though, 
It is really hard to be exactly where you want to be financially, and that's why I think it's important for us to at least talk about controlling what you can control right now. Remember the reaction part of this. You want to be able to control your reaction and and be proactive for the future. So control what you can control right now. If you may have recently been furloughed, you may have recently been laid off, or your small business had to temporarily shut down, and you see a lot of uncertainty and change, it doesn't mean you just sit on your heels, sit on your hands, and watch your financial situation deteriorate. Even if your job is pretty certain right now and you're making more money than ever, I don't want you to sit on your heels and hands and watch your financial situation just happen. What I want you to do in either situation or anywhere in between is to prepare, be proactive, and make things happen. I'm going to provide you a list of things you can do along with some resources to check into. I want you to use the productive worry muscle and really scenario plan. There can be multiple choices here, and I want you to think through each one. I also want you to work together with your spouse, your significant other, your partner, your family. You can, you know, that close-knit of trusted people that you have in your family. I want you to talk to them and work with them as much as possible on some of the tips that you choose here. Simple communication and opening those communication lines can relieve the burden and the stress and help you all work together. Sometimes when you talk to someone who may be a a close friend or a really trusted uh, family member can see things that you can't see. They can see your blind spots. So what I want you to do also is balance short-term decisions with longer-term impact. This is a time when we all have to think about making sure we're meeting the basic needs on the Maslow's hierarchy we talked about in the earlier episodes. I want you to meet your basic physiological needs and your safety needs first, and you'll also feel the most stress when those are not met. So I want you to meet those first and think about the that as we go through the tips here. So here are my thoughts and tips. I have several of them and I have some bullet points kind of laid out under each one. So I want you to think about each one as I go through. Some of these may seem kind of basic. You may have already done this work. If you have, I encourage you to revisit it because in this situation, that's the way you can be proactive. That's the way you can make a difference in your investments in your money. So the first one, I want you to review or create your budget. If you have a budget already, great. Revisit it. Use Excel or another budget planner and really get into the details. Dave Ramsey is a great resource for this. He has all kinds of advice on how to set up a budget. Go to his website today if you need help creating or modifying your budget. DJ and I set up our budget years ago based on Dave Ramsey's principles. We were really good at it for a few years. But with tuition, cost of living increases, we've revisited revisited it from time to time and really should probably revisit this again. I like Dave Ramsey because he has a very practical, realistic 
approach and also uses Christian principles, which I really like as well. I won't get into it here, but the power of giving and tithing is amazing. And you get paid back in so many ways. And sometimes that comes back tangibly. The second tip I have here is to compare your budget with what you actually spend. So some people will just set up a budget and then don't track that along the way. Tracking it is really, really important, and it's where the rubber hits the road. Recently, DJ and I were reviewing our spend. We had gotten really busy with running two households and all the change with college spending and and just in general, the travel that was taking place between Nashville and Atlanta and also to Tallahassee and back for college. We were going to really work on a plan for that, but then this pandemic, it helped with that. So some instant savings there. Over the past few years, during this review of our spend, we also discovered we had racked up the monthly fees over the past few years. So because of this review that we did just a few months ago, we discovered about $1,200 per year worth of monthly fees that we got rid of right away. Some decisions were easy, consolidating some of the accounts, and some were harder, such as getting rid of a monthly music streaming account. Other change, another change we made recently is we got rid of our direct TV and instead just stream YouTube TV. A lot of the smart TVs allow you to have the YouTube TV app, and it's really significantly less expensive than direct TV. But anyway, there's so many ways to save on spend that you can impact your monthly budget and help you meet your goals. Think about what you really need to have right now, not what you necessarily want to have. A podcast resource that was recently shared with me on this could be, um, it's called Friends on Fire. They give a lot of tips for spending and saving money. My third tip here is investments. I realize the podcast topic is investments. And the tip here is really to be proactive and look at your investments. And if you have one, look at your 401k. I don't want you to necessarily spend tons of time on this, but I do want you to make sure you're aware of and understand where your investments are and any changes you should make. I want you to talk to your financial advisor. A lot of times, if you have a 401k through work, you have automatic access to a financial advisor. Take advantage of that. Schedule a call. They can help you decipher what changes you can make to meet your goals. The fourth tip I have here, it it might seem kind of strange, but the tip is around passwords. And it really falls in the category of being proactive. If something were to happen to you, you get sick, you need to be in the hospital, or you can't respond to things for a few days, Someone will need to be able to access your financial accounts. Give someone you love and trust specific directions on how to get to your passwords. It's hard because so many people say not to write them down, make it easy for people to find. So you may need to think creatively here depending on the situation. The fifth tip, tip I have is 
downloading a health app and making sure you have your insurance cards handy. If you get sick, say you get sick with COVID-19, you need to have quick access to Teladoc and also to have your insurance cards handy. Even if it isn't COVID-19, if you or someone in your family gets sick with strep, another virus, the flu, or you need to discuss some emotional or mental challenges that you're having, you will probably need to do Teladoc first. Have an app loaded and ready to go on your phone or your iPad. These will often need your insurance account loaded with the system, which will provide easy and quick access. Because many of us have not been able to go to the doctor in a month or more, it's easy to misplace your card or just think it's in the same place as it was a month ago. Just check and make sure it will give you peace of mind. The next topic, the sixth topic I have or tip is your will. This is a topic, of course, we all don't really want to talk about. We'd like to avoid it, but it's a huge one that all of us probably need to revisit unless you're super proactive and prepared. DJ and I wrote ours years ago and stashed it away. It wouldn't hurt for us to take a look and make sure it's up to date and be proactive here. If you have to start from scratch, there's lots of resources online to create one. Lawyers probably have a little bit of time on their hands right now and would love the additional business. This is so important for so many reasons, and I just want you to get it done. The next uh, tip I have is along the lines of if you've been furloughed or laid off, make sure you know your state and federal unemployment guidance and apply for unemployment right away. Even if you think this might be right around the corner, you, you're kind of getting the hint or feeling that this might happen to you, you want to find out how you can go about getting that unemployment right away. And the reason I want you to be super proactive here is it takes the government time to go through their process and to make sure the claim is approved and they'll have to check with the employer and the employer has to submit paperwork. So there's a process and a system that goes along with this. So while this is a significant change and blow to your family and one I have a lot of empathy for people who find themselves in this situation, this is one action that you really cannot delay on. So make sure you file for that unemployment right away. Uh, Along these same lines with small businesses, hopefully you've researched and, and found the small business loans and took advantage of what the government was offering. I know in some cases it was really hard to find and you had to be super, super quick to be able to access those loans. And it's more complex than the federal government is really making it sound. So do your research. Use the local resources such as Chambers of Commerce. I've seen our local Chamber of Commerce doing a lot of um, a lot of webinars and things like that. So also look on sites like Dave Ramsey because he does a lot of work with small businesses. So those can help you navigate this. And I know the government is continuing to offer more and more assistance. The ninth tip I have here is 
if you have a stable job and and work for a stable company right now, if you find yourself in that amazing situation, I still want you to have a career plan B. In any case, you should always have a plan B. It, in general, helps you to have peace of mind and to be able to stay calm during these storms. The tenth tip I have here, if you're furloughed, have a small business, or looking what could Plan B actually look like, and you've had entrepreneurial ideas in the past, there is no shortage of podcasts on this. Uh, I've listened to several in the past. Some of my favorite go-tos are Build Your Tribe with Shalene Johnson, Entrepreneurs on Fire with John Lee Dumas, Smart Passive Income with Pat Flynn, The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes, and Glambition Radio with Allie Brown. I'm sure if you just Googled or put in your podcast player entrepreneurial webcasts or podcasts, that they, a lot of those would come up on your list. The 11th tip I have right now is save if you can right now. Find ways to use coupons, save money if you've reduced your spend. Southern Savers is a site I've used a lot in the past. Uh, A lot of companies now have digital coupons that you can use online as well. And again, go back to the things, if you don't really need it, if you just want it, then you can probably save that purchase for later. The 12th tip, and this is my final tip, is that if your income is reduced and you have trouble trouble making ends meet, contact your mortgage company, your landlord, your utilities, credit cards, car payment companies, etc. A lot of companies are advertising their compassion right now. So I hope that you found these helpful. Those are 12 really quick tips that I wanted to put together for you guys. Even if you found one nugget that you can take action on, uh, it's one more thing that will help you sleep better through this storm and be super proactive. I hope everybody is advancing in their finance, finance situation during this time. Um, And some of those tips can help you advance and some of them can help you just, you know, batten down the hatches and be able to sleep better through the storm. So during the next episode, I will talk about values and purpose and vision. I guarantee you this next one will help you with your plan B. Until the next episode, stay safe and be well.